live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, everybody. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that can only mean one thing. You either have been or you are now locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, and of course, We've got producer Eli, and we are broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. So if you could just tell us who you are and where you're from. Jeremy, can you wish my son a happy birthday? Said Kristen. Yes, I will. Happy birthday, son. How you doing? C. Ward is in the building. Salty Debbie is joining in with us tonight. J.L. Jazz. Deb Yoakum, cat lover, Miguel Ortiz, Tina Candles, I think I read that right, Ruth is here, N Hurler, Thanson 74, JK Alba, Fran for Freedom, Zach from Arlington, Texas, how you doing, good to see you, Wayne Davis is in the building tonight folks, Marky is here, KC 2022 from Iowa, Sean Maga, 79. Dana, Barb Naylor, Patsy Boatwright, and Judge Silver Eagle from the great Show Me State of Missouri. Thank you for joining in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Of course, now is the best time to uh, to share and to give us a good rumble. And, uh, and I think it's, uh, remember the some people did something line that was first given, I believe, by Ilhan Omar. And then spread by Rashida Tlaib and AOC, you know, the Jihad Squad. Some people did some things. I think it was the correct quote. Well, this family giving this very powerful message to Ilhan Omar today addresses just that. Some people did some things. And not only is that an incredibly offensive thing to say for people who lost their families, but what an ignorant statement to make as well. Roll it. People did something, said a freshman congresswoman from Minnesota, to support and justify the creation of care. Today I am here to respond to you exactly who did what to whom. Madam... Objectively speaking, we know who and what was done. There is no uncertainty about that. Why your confusion? On that day, 19 Islamic terrorist members of Al-Qaeda killed over 3,000 people and caused billions of dollars of economic damage. Is that clear? But as to whom? I was attacked. Your relatives and friends were attacked. Our constitutional freedoms were attacked, and our nation's founding on Judeo-Christian principles were attacked. That's what some people did. Got that now? A son of someone who was working. That's right. That's what some people did. And as uh, Benny goes on to say, a son, a daughter, an uncle, an aunt, a grandma, a grandpa, a father, a mother, a cousin... That's to whom it was done to. 
and to everybody here in America since the Patriot Act. Now, obviously, on every September 11th, you are going to hear a breakdown from everybody. And you know why you're hearing it more now than ever about why, who they think was involved and why it happened. And and you'll hear, you know, opinions from everybody. And I wouldn't say that everybody's wrong. But for years, nobody was allowed to talk about it. For years, nobody was allowed to say what they think happened based on their research because people in like chat groups and Facebook and everything would be like, you're being disrespectful to the people who died. Well, now that it's been 22 years later, I think we're revive- we are reviving this conversation. And the reason why we're reviving this conversation 22 years later is because now that we know what our government is absolutely capable of, everything starts to make sense. But I'm not going to go down in those, the, that rabbit hole of things to get, de- to get in the weeds of. And I wouldn't even call it in the weeds. It's very important to get the truth out there. But what I will do is, what I will say is this. If I had to de-brainwash five decades of indoctrinated people from generation to generation, and I had two minutes to de-brainwash people, I might play something like this. Week. Everything that we're experiencing and that we have experienced. all familiar so we have been in an information war for quite some time it's just we are now starting to be keen to the information because they kept us on these platforms where we weren't allowed to talk about all of this stuff and now that we are everything's starting to make a little bit more sense and one thing i do know one thing i do know is our government our very own government regardless of what people say have been running CIA psyops on us for five decades or longer, and we're sick of it. If you're sick of it, tell me in the live chat. I'm sick of it. Hit that rumble button, ladies and gentlemen, and let's get to the Lord because that's the only thing that's going to save this or any nation from any evil. And everything that you just saw in that two minutes of de-brainwashing and de-indoctrination, well, ladies and gentlemen, is there a word for de-indoctrination, Eli? Deprogramming, I guess, would be the best word. That's all evil. Everything you saw in that video, evil. It's all about evil. September 11th, year of our Lord, 2023. Living to please me is a wise investment. Not only for the rewards in heaven, but also for daily pleasure on earth. I am meant to be the center of your existence. The sun around which you orbit. Awareness of my amazing love will help you enjoy the radiant pleasures of my presence. That's the devotional. Here's scripture. Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Hebrews eleven six, Colossians 1, 9, and 10. We do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may walk worthy of the Lord, 
fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, Colossians 1, 9, and 10. And before you turn out the light tonight on this September 11th, place me, God, at the center of your existence. Journal it. Pray it. Picture it in your mind. Because it's the only peace that you're going to receive on this earth, no matter what evil befalls us. Amen? In Jesus' name, ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Aaron says, I cried for the first time today. Thought I could hold in. Guess not. Well, God wants you to let that out. That's what he's there for. And he wants you to lean on him. He wants you to lean on Jesus' shoulder and cry into Jesus' robes. Because that's where you're going to find rest, peace, and salvation. Mercy, joy, empathy, sympathy, patience, all of it. And we could all use it. Amen? All right, folks, let's lift up our cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day. We've got a lot of news to get through. And I would love if you could share the link out and bring some more people in. Here we go. Trump, Donald J. Trump, 45th, rightful 46th, will be 47th president of the United States of America, has delivered a 9-11 message today. And uh, I think it's the best way to start the show out. How about you? Roll this. No one who lived through the horror of the September 11th terrorist attacks can ever forget the agony and the anguish of that terrible day. It was a terrible day. The images of dark plumes of smoke billowing over lower Manhattan, the Pentagon, and a field of Pennsylvania, such a beautiful field, are seared into our minds forever. We will never forget. Today, on this solemn anniversary of those monstrous attacks, we remember the 2,977 precious souls who were savagely taken from us on that morning 22 years ago, leaving a void that can never be filled, can never be filled. No matter what happens, it can never be filled. We will say a prayer for each of the beautiful families they left behind, whose pain is beyond comprehension. What they've gone through is not even believable. We honor the firefighters, the great New York PD, the police department, what great people they are. They are so great. And the Port Authority officers, the Virginia, D.C., and Pentagon police, and the military service members, and other first responders, actually all over the country. They acted with supreme heroism, and they went to the site of the most heinous crime. They would leave other states far away and go to the World Trade Center site, the Pentagon. They'd go to Pennsylvania, who in many cases gave their lives in the line of duty. God bless the memory of all of those who perished in the 9-11 attacks. We will never, ever forget. We will never forget you. We love you. God bless their families, and God bless America. Thank you. Now, those are words that, um, that we need to hear from the heart. Unfortunately, the resident that's occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue or fake sets, or Delaware, or wherever he is today, unfortunately for us, we're not going to get that from a leader. We are a country that is leaderless at this point. And when you are a country that is leaderless on days like September 11th, there's very, there's very little hope, which is why we need to put our hope and faith and trust in God and know that Trump has been an anointed man. Look, a lot of people think that we're like some Trump mob, It's not about that. It's about a man who speaks from the heart, a man who has never changed his tone, has never changed his tune. The only tone he might have changed is his skin tone, a little bit more orange now. 
but never changed his rhetoric, never changed his words. Since day one, he's been saying the same thing. And as a matter of fact, on, day, on that day, on September 11th, while all the politicians were running and hiding like, the, uh, like they did on the, uh, on the fake insurrection on January 6th, Donald Trump was there on, on that day, ground zero, doing what he could. Where were they? Fine. Donald, what do you think about all this? You're a developer. You've built buildings all your life. Well, there's never been anything like this. It's disgraceful. And I hope we attack fast. I hope we find out who it is and go fast. Okay. Why do you want to come down here today? I have about 100 men working down here, so just to spur them on. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. I have over 100 men out, and I hear doing an amazing job, so I just want to give them some support. These are men from here at the moment? Yeah. Men from my company. We have another hundred coming in a little while. And how long have they been down here? They've been down here for about a day and a half. What have you talked to other developers? Are they donating their time, their their men's work? Well, I hope they are. I haven't really focused on that, but we have a lot of people coming down here and a lot of people down here now, and they're brave guys. A couple of them got hurt, but we're. Uh, I'm just want to spur them on a little bit. What did you think when you heard about this? I was just down to Ground Zero. Ground Zero is a disaster. Um, I've never seen anything like this. I hope we act very quickly. I hope we find out who did it and act accordingly Listen, and quickly. Do you have any plans to donate money to the Widows and Children's Fund for the fallen firefighters? Certainly been. I've done it over the years, and it certainly sounds like a good idea. That's where he was on that day, doing the same thing he's doing now. 22 years later, looking, looking great, looking like he's still, you know, and that's the, th- and that's the funny thing. You look at all these presidents. You look at all these people. They go in, they sell their soul, they become evil, they come out, they look like they've aged 30 years in four or eight years. Donald Trump didn't. Why? Because he didn't sell his soul. What does that tell you? If you're in the height of corruption, if you're in the swamp of D.C., you're the president of the United States of America, you didn't sell out to special interests and donors, you didn't sell your soul to the devil, you went there as the people, he came out looking just as good as he did when he went in, and now he looks better than he did when he left. And that's what we need, a leader, somebody fighting for us. Right now, we are a leaderless country. We are a leaderless, free, uh, the freest, most powerful country to ever exist. And we are leaderless right now. Yeah, that, that was a few days later. You're right. But he was down there on day one. He was there day one. That was after he brought 100 men and he was bringing 100 more. But that's where he was. That's where he was. Where were these politics? Where was, was Joe Biden... Um, Donating money? Was Joe Biden donating money from the company that him and his smartest son he ever, smartest guy he ever knows, his son, from the businesses they created? No, because they created no business. They created no business. Donald Trump has been right about everything for 30 years plus. That's why Congress in the 80s and 90s used to bring Donald Trump in into congressional hearings to pick his brain on how to save the economy on how to grow the economy from Jimmy Carter's collapse. They would bring Donald Trump in, and they would pick his brain. There's video of it. Go back. Check tape, as they used to say back in high school. Check tape. He was back there then. He's known everything since day one. He's anointed for this job. As a matter of fact, he's known everything so much that when Mika and Slow Joe had to admit that he was right, Back during the 2015 or 2016 election, well, I'd just like to bring this to your attention again. Remember this. He dug up an old quote from Donald Trump talking about a large-scale terror attack 19 months before 9-11. In his 2000 book, The America We Deserve, Trump wrote, I really am convinced we're in danger of the sort of terrorist attacks that will make the bombing of the 1993 Trade Center look like little kids playing with firecrackers. Trump also mentioned the mastermind of the attack, writing, quote, one day we're told that a shadowy figure with no fixed address named Osama bin Laden is public enemy number one and U.S. jet fighters lay waste to his camp in Afghanistan. He escapes back under some rock and a few news cycles later, it's onto a new enemy and a new crisis. Trump. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold yeah. on a second. Mm-hmm. Is this really Trump before 9-11? Have you read this? 
2000 in his book. Are we making that? Somebody, did you Nick. make this up, Mika? <laughs> Nick. I did. Did you Just make this up? Yeah, exactly. Nick, tell us it's over, right? Because Will you wrong stop? about everything. Mika, stop. God. I don't think it's over. What's, that, what's the rage here? Will you stop no, working it's on cute. him? I think it's cute. Well, yeah, no, no, really quickly, though. I mean, so, Willie, that was... 2000. 2000. In a book he wrote in the year 2000. Yeah. Well, it was published in 2000. He could have written in 1999 for a Exactly. He might have but been, he been more precious. So he predicted, basically predicted the attacks. from. Yes, he did. He predicted them. Why? Because he's run around these circles of people for decades. When he said he knew them, he knows them. When he said he knew the swamp, he knew it. He's not been wrong. And when he, if he ever has been wrong, it's not been by much. It's been by a margin of error. So why do we not believe him when he says, I'll be back in the White House in 2024, or at least January 2025? Why do we still hold reservation when we know he's an anointed man by God? Why are we not under the, why are we all not at ease, at least knowing that he's got fight left in him and he knows exactly what he's doing? And we know what our job is. Every piece of the church has a different part, and every piece of part has a different purpose. And we're serving our purpose, but so is he. When he tells you he's going to be back, I'm telling you right now, as sure as I was in 2015, that he was going to win in 2016, he will be back in that big, beautiful White House. I'll be back in that big, beautiful White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and we're going to do some things. Some people are going to do some things. Some people are going to do some things, ladies and gentlemen. Now, today, Joe Biden did not go to New York. On 9-11, Joe Biden, who Mike Crispy reported today, wrote the Patriot Act that we adopted in 2001 back in 1995, something I didn't know. So they were trying to push that all the way back from the first bombing of the World Trade Center. But Joe Biden didn't, was nowhere to be found. What a disgrace. Instead, he sends Mayorkas. And former New York City Police Commissioner Bernie Carrick absolutely torched Joe Biden for not attending the 9-11 memorial service or any of the attacks or any of the crash sites. Quote, I think it's disgusting, he says. I got to be honest. I was disgusted with the fact that Biden wasn't going to be there or attend any ceremony, whether it was New York, Shanksville, D.C., the Pentagon. Biden plans to attend an observance at an Alaskan military base, which he did, marking the first time the president has not observed the anniversary at either the White House or any of the attack sites ever. That goes to tell you what kind of an illegitimate, no-integrity-having, godless man, or lack thereof, I should say, he really is. Ladies and gentlemen, please do me the favor. Let's do another big round of sharing. And if you've not rumbled the video yet, I'd be honored if you did that for me. And if you're new here, please subscribe. He says, I have to tell you, seeing my orcas... People like Mayorkas, AOC, these people were at the ceremony today. Mayorkas is responsible for the most substantial threat to this country in my lifetime with a completely open border that he's done willfully, intentionally. That guy standing at the ceremony today, he contradicts everything that the ceremony was about, Bernie Carrick insisted, and he's standing there like he's, you know, celebrating 9-11. And then he moves on. AOC, she's a socialist. She despises cops. She denounced cops. She asked for the defunding of cops. What are you doing there? What are you people doing there? Bernie Carrot continued on. And I got to say, I got to agree. I got to agree on that. Now here's Mayorkas himself, the man who should be impeached and prosecuted. Yesterday, roll it. First and foremost, we're dealing with a broken immigration system a fact about which everyone agrees. Wasn't it is one under of the Trump rare too things much. about which there's unanimity of views. And we need Congress to act, number one. Number two, within that broken immigration system, we are challenged by an unprecedented level of displacement in the Western Hemisphere of historic proportions. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work, which is to build lawful pathways right. for individuals to arrive in a safe and orderly way. He has been critical of the Biden. He is a pile of human excrement. And so are the ladies that followed him just there. But if you think Mayorkas is a low human being, clueless cackling Kamala Harris went lower 
on the totem pole than I've ever seen anybody go in recent years by her comments today. Roll this. Not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. Wow. She just went there, folks. That illegitimate, cackling, clueless woman who I showed you dancing while the world burns and dies, while children are being raped and trafficked, while babies are being dismembered and sold. She was dancing. She stands in front of that teleprompter and says, associates January 6th with Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Just to ruin Trump. And the people that support him, which you can tell by this morning, is literally everybody in the country. And that right there is not only going to get the clueless cackling Kamala Harris, the loser song. Go ahead and roll that. I'm a loser. There it is. You're a loser. I'm a loser. Biggest loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. It's also going to get her the dumb, dumb award of the day. Cackling, clueless Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen. She gets the dumb, dumb award of the day today right there in that swamp donkey bucket because that's what she is. She's a bucket of swamp donkeys. If I'm a basket of deplorables, she's a bucket of swamp donkeys. Now, I told you that um, earlier I made a promise that I would play something tonight. And what that promise was, was we've all seen all the video of Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden, might as well be uh, George Bush, right? Sitting in that classroom the day that the Secret Service or, or, or the people next to him told him the planes at the towers. And he sat there and right, the excuse that he sat there was, I didn't want to alarm the children. It's fine. I'll take that excuse. Whatever. I know my truth, right? But what I never, ever focused on was what the teacher was getting the children to say out loud at that very moment. We focus on the picture. We focus on the video of somebody telling George Bush. But do we ever focus on what the teacher was teaching the children? Roll it. I don't know exactly what happened in this picture, but do you know what happens in the video is the real question. And what happens in this video will blow your mind. What word? Kid. Yes, kid. Boys and girls, sound this word out. Get ready. Steal. What word? Steal. Yes, steal. Read these words the fast way. Get ready. Play. Yes, play. Get ready. Must. Yes, must. Let's read these words the fast way without making a mistake. Get ready. Cut. Yes, kite. Get ready. Kick. Yes, kick. Get ready. Steal. Yes, steal. Get ready. Now you know exactly what was in the video behind the picture. But did you plane must hit steel? Now, I have to say, could be just teaching words. Really, though? Really, though? So, when I told you for decades, this our own government since the formation of the CIA and all these other alphabet soup agencies, they've been running psychological operations on we the people for decades. And they love to brag about it. They love to brag about it. Now, I would say arguably, and yes, Epstein's painting. And I would say arguably, the man behind everything behind the whole reasoning to go to war and all that, regardless of what you decide, you to think that what role they had in it, they definitely had a role where they could have stopped it. I do know that. But it wasn't really just George Bush. It was this evil, evil face that you're about to see right here. And I think the devil's got a special place in hell for this guy, but I'm not one to judge. Roll it. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. 
He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. And you know what we do know, Dick Cheney? We do know that you're a war criminal. We do know your daughter's a rhino pile of trash. We do know that you've killed millions of people and stole trillions of dollars. We do know that you've displaced multiple, multiple, multiple citizens, uh, res- citizens of countries because of your warmongering tactics. We do know that you are a scum of the earth. That we do know. And I'd like to see him and George Bush and everybody else prosecuted for whatever, they, whatever role they had. No, that is not AI. That was actually put out uh, by Liz Cheney and uh, Dick Cheney. They were there together, and they put that out, what was it, three years ago? It was right around the election, it was right the 2020 election. That's when that was put out. It's just skippy. That's why it, I, it does look weird. Maybe it is AI. Who knows? But that was a real video. Unbelievable. And I believe it's that guy's fault. What do you believe? Let's go to the uh, Rumble chat. Do you believe that that man had something to do with the fact that we had to have a reason to go to war? Do you believe that man is on the up and up? Dick Cheney, do you believe that? Liz Piggy, Cheney looks evil. He is evil. Crazy. He, he, you know, he looks, like George, he looks like the same look that George Soros has in his eyes. Firing squad. Looks like AI. Probably was. Probably was. He's probably dead. Who knows? He was definitely involved. He was part of it. Look at that. Dick and pig. There you go. Guilty. Dick Cheney is a common crook or a traitor and or a traitor. He's a bad dude. No soul. You have been convicted in the court of public opinion, Mr. Dick Cheney. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a company that has been here for quite some time and is now back with us. It's EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. And now that they're back with us, not only are they here to stay for all of this bad flu season that we're about to see, I think, you know, because of the, you know, constant pushing of viruses. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're also going to be able to get that EnviroCleanse. Um, we're also going to be able to get that EnviroCleanse that we were supposed to ship out long ago before they left as a sponsor. And they didn't leave because of anything bad. It's just that people budget out sponsorship money for the year, and now they're back, and they're back as a sponsor. So we welcome back with open arms EnviroCleanse. So many people bought an EnviroCleanse unit when they were here months back. We have one. My mom has one. My sister has one. LFA TV hosts have one. Uh, let's see. Kevin has one. Um, what's that, Eli? Eli, can you give me the, uh, the sticky note on the door? I'm going to show you. It's the, uh, it's the orange one there. Yep, that one right there. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how long we keep on to things. Linda Cornelson, your EnviroCleanse will be, um, will be shipped to you soon. We also have another, uh, right up there, Eli. Can you get that other one right there? The one, uh, to the left. Nope. That one right there. Yep. Thank you. And just goes to show you, Terry Evans. We'll get your EnviroCleanse shipped out to you as soon as we get another one from him. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know the deal, and you know what they said. You know what Oprah said when she asked for solar generators. They also asked for air purifiers as well. So, EnviroCleanse.com, EnviroCleanse.com, or call 239-330-9650, promo code LFA, and get your EnviroCleanse ordered today. Thank you very much, you guys. We really, really appreciate uh, you coming back, and we really appreciate the LFA family uh, using these EnviroCleanse units. Um, okay, moving on. You see the title today. AIDS surrection happened in D.C. today. What in the heck is an AIDS surrection? Well, it's kind of like a transurrection, but you know, nobody goes to jail for 20 years. It seems like every time a trans activist group, an LGBTQ activist group, an AIDS activist group, a Black Lives Matter activist group, or an Antifa activist group, it seems like any time these people try to stop any government proceeding, which is what they said happened on January 6th, by the way, still not charged with insurrection. 
And so many people copped out to sedition, which they should not have done. But don't worry, Donald Trump will pardon each and every one of them. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ignorant queer activists today invaded Speaker Kevin McCarthy's office demanding reauthorization of life-saving AIDS HIV program that the Biden regime has hijacked to promote abortion. And if you see the thumbnail today, you'll see what I was talking about. But that's what they did today. And I'm wondering why they have not been arrested for some kind of an insurrection. Again, Trump isn't charged with an insurrection. The people that were there that day are not charged with an insurrection. Now, as you can see here in this uh, clip that I'm about to show you, or at least in this picture that I'm about to show you, you'll see that they ended up getting arrested. But ladies and gentlemen, they're back free right now. And as you can see, they brought, I don't know if that's a Black Lives Matter sign outside of a, outside of a congressperson's uh, uh, door or if they brought it or not. But for background purposes, PREFAR is a landmark program which is launched back in 2003 to fight AIDS and HIV in a developing world. Here's a great way to fight AIDS and HIV. Get married and have sex with one partner. That's number one. Don't have, multiple, don't have sex with multiple people. Protected or in, uh, not protected, because that's not God's way. And three, stop having anal sex with guys. Those are three great ways to stop AIDS. Now, it's scheduled to expire on September 30th, according to Politico. And while it's normally reauthorized by Congress without any significant controversy, the regime has hijacked the program to support overseas abortion in 2021. And because of this, House Republicans have inserted pro-life language into the appropriations process and would automatically block this funding. So they decided to have an aid surrection today. And how many of you think that they're going to get charged with trying to stop any government proceedings or trying to interrupt a government proceeding by bullying their way into the speaker, third in line to the presidency's um, office, and demanding that he do something different? Well, isn't that, how's that any different? You'll say, well, because those people on January 6th attacked the Capitol. No, they didn't. Those people on January 6th showed up to protest just like, just like these people did, and then they got attacked, and they fought back. What do you think happens when you attack people? Do you think if we walked in or if anybody walked in and started shooting flash grenades at the aid surrectionists that they would have fought back? And if they did, would they be arrested for 20 years? Let's see. I've had enough. Did that uh, one AIDS surrectionist have a shirt that said AIDS positive on it? That's terrible. I'll pray for that person. But again, here are three ways, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know if you know this or not. I know it's been a while since AIDS has been here, but three ways to not get AIDS. Number one, get married and have sex with just one person. Number two, if you're going to have sex with multiple partners, Wear a condom. Or if you're a lady, wear whatever ladies have. Number three, do not put your penis into another man's anus. These are three very important PSA tips from LFA TV on how to not get AIDS. Moving on. I didn't think we were going to have to go to AIDS 101 today. But apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we are living in modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. No pun intended. What you're about to see is very, very disturbing, but it is a Burbank, California Democrat mayor literally getting spanked while he laughs and enjoys it by a drag queen at a child-friendly Democrat fundraiser, Eli. Oh, this is garbage. Roll it. Wow. Wow. 
There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Proud? Constantine Anthony, the mayor of Burbank, California, received spankings from a drag queen in front of children at a Democrat campaign event. When called out in the original video's comment section, Mayor Constantine Anthony's response was far from apologetic. He wrote, quote, jealous with two question marks. This attitude has prompted many to question whether the mayor thinks this type of behavior is appropriate, especially given that he previously approved the lewd book Gender Queer for availability in Burbank schools for this school year. However, the controversy took another turn when the age restriction for the event came into question. The mayor claimed that the event was a private 21-plus event and that no children were present. Actually, there weren't anything but children at this private 21-plus event. These people are sickos and they're pedophiles and are trying to normalize transgenderism and pedophilia to make way to dump Joe Biden and bring Michelle Michael Obama in as the Democrat nominee. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that is my prediction. You heard it here first. Michelle Obama will be the nominee. Moving on. Just in time for the masks and sick season, since we just talked about it with the Enviro cleanse, the FDA just approved updated Pfizer and Moderna vaccines for COVID as prior formulations deemed ineffective against emerging variant that doesn't really exist. It's called the seasonal flu. Now, you know, before I get into this story by Jim Hoft, that this morning I reported for you that the Surgeon General in Florida said not to take this vaccine. Smarty Award goes to that man. The FDA announced the approval and emergency use authorization of the updated Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines for the 2023-2024 season. Whatever happened to the, uh, the vaccine that wasn't here yet? Remember they had emergency youth, uh, authorization, BioNTech? Whatever happened to the BioNTech vaccine that ever made it here? Isn't that weird? The development highlights the FDA's acknowledgement that previous vaccine versions were ineffective against newer variants like Omicron and XBB 1.5. Who gives a point? Peter Marks, MD, PhD, Director of FDA Center of Biology, Biologics Evaluation and Research, encouraged those who are eligible to consider getting the vaccine immediately by saying, quote, vaccinations remain critical to public health. Yeah, they also remain the largest contributor to SADS, which is the largest, I guess, reason for death that we can find ever. And continued protection against serious consequences of COVID-19, including hospitalization and death. Remind me, Eli, is it not the people that are being hospitalized are the ones with the vaccine? Wouldn't that say we are still in a pandemic of the vaccinated, except that we're not in a pandemic of shift? Nothing's happening. But of course, the hysteria is back. So just so you know, Pfizer and Moderna have approved their new COVID vaccine variant updated whatever. I don't care because I never took any of the first ones and I'll never be taking any of the next ones either. Now, (laughs) they just won't give up with this, will they? I saw, um, I'm starting to see more and more people with masks, by the way. If you're starting to see more and more people with masks, raise your hand in the live chat and let us know that you're seeing more and more people wearing masks again, which makes, makes me absolutely sick. Now, before we get to our next break, the Department of Justice quietly, shh, I'm sniffing a kid. The Department of Justice quietly drops the Farah case against Flynn's business partner after the judge tosses the conviction for insufficient evidence. And this is why we pay attention to stuff like this, folks, because dominoes. The process is the punishment, right? That's exactly what they're doing to Donald Trump. The process itself is the punishment. Let's see if we can't do another round of sharing and get closer to that 4,000 mark. I would appreciate you guys here on Rumble. And by the way, download the LFA TV app in case anything ever happens. 
The DOJ quietly dropped its FARA case against General Flynn's former business partner, Bijan Rafakian, Rafakian, after a federal judge tossed out the convictions because the government failed to offer substantial evidence. Of course, they never actually looked for the conviction. It's all about dragging them through the mud. A federal grand jury found General Flynn's association with Bijan Rafikian, Rafikian, excuse me, guilty of illegally lobbying for Turkey after just four hours of deliberation. But federal judge Anthony Trenga, a George W. Bush appointee, dismissed the indictment because of insufficient evidence to sustain the conviction. Quote, the evidence was insufficient as a matter of law for the jury to convict Rafikian and other... On either count, Judge Trenga previously wrote in a 39-page memorandum. Now, remember how hard Barack Obama and Joe Biden went after George, uh, uh, General Michael Flynn? Remember how hard they tried to jail this man and put him away, lock away the key, and never, ever, ever show his face ever again? The judge says there's no substantial evidence that he agreed to cooperate, subject to the direction and the control of Turkey. No evidence at all. Why are we even this far? Well, because it's all about the process, because the process is the punishment. After years of litigation and fighting in the case, in the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, the DOJ finally gave up and dropped its case. And that's all. See, since they're fighting with your money and not their own, they can go forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and they don't care. And that's not right. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, to highlight another one of our beautiful and wonderful partners who've been here for over a year, our longest sponsor partner, Gold Co. And the reason why they've been here this long is because every time we talk about Gold Co., it might not be right for person X, but it's right for person Z. And look how fast they pop up and say, are you ready to chat? And guess what? Real people who will all will call you if you want them to call you after you live chat with them. That's David right there who just popped in. You can request a free kit to get started today. And if you've got a large enough IRA left over, if you've got a large enough retirement still left, you can also be eligible for over $10,000 of free silver. And that'll bridge the gap of the cost that it costs you to go to them. But when you go to sell this back and liquidate... After Trump comes back, which we've already said he is, then you'll get the biggest buyback guarantee available out there. And that's why Gold Co. may be right for you. If they are, 855-559-3433 or goldco.com slash live today. Request that request, ugh, request, having a Joe Biden moment there, that free kit today. You never know. You never know. Now. Going back to what is going on in New Mexico and that illegal order to suspend the Second Amendment and by right suspending your First Amendment, well, an ammunition manufacturer, as much as they're getting a war waged against them by the Biden administration and the ATF right now, they fire back at Governor Grisham. And they're offering free delivery to all New Mexican customers with a promo code Ladies and gentlemen, cover the kids' ears. F, you know what, CK off, Governor Grisham. That's the promo code. The action plan includes a suspension of open and concealed carry laws in Bernalillo, uh, Bernalillo, I'm probably butchering that, county, temporarily prohibiting the uh, carrying of guns and public property within certain exceptions. Exceptions include for licensed security guards and law enforcement officers only. Citizens with permits to carry firearms are free to possess their weapons in private property only, such as a gun at a home, a range, or a gun store, provided they transport the firearm in a locked box using a trigger lock or some other mechanism that renders the gun incapable of being fired. The public health order also directs a number of other illegal orders, which I'm not going to read one by one. But she says no constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. I showed you the video this morning. So a gun manufacturer and a weapons manufacturer or a uh, ammunition manufacturer said, you know what? We're going to supply 
every New Mexican with their uh, ammunition, Phoenix ammunition, and they said if you use the promo code F off Governor Grisham, well then, ladies and gentlemen, you get free delivery, free shipping and handling. So order yours today from, what's it called? Phoenix Ammunition. That's F-E-N-I-X Ammunition. Pop up on the screen there. There you go. Phoenix Ammunition. Impeach Governor Grisham. There you go. Look at that, folks. Absolutely unbelievable. That's America standing up. But I think there's a bigger message to take away here. I'm going to re-show you a cleaner version of the video that I showed you this morning, which was clearly gun owners, many visibly armed, rallied in the old town Albuquerque, carrying their firearms in brazen violation of the New Mexico governor's executive order. And after I show you this video, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the actual message to take away that we didn't really mention this morning. Go ahead and roll this clip. Is that it? Oh, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Got to get this clip back, um, back in the queue. All right, now this is a cleaner version of what I showed you this morning. Roll it. Our communities, I've gone on two combat tours with the Marine Corps and fought on the front lines. I've done 11 trips as an independent contractor. She thinks she has the right to take away my freedom to protect my community. I don't think so. This will not stand. We will not comply. Our communities. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's a bigger message here that I did not talk about this morning. Those people stood down there. And by the way, more, there's more planned for this, depending on what happens in the next few days. But do you know that a single police officer came and enforced any of the, of the governor's violations? Any of the governor's orders. Not a single police officer made a move. Not a single police officer confiscated any weapon down there. And people were clearly carrying open down there. Not a single officer said they would comply. Not a single officer put on a brown shirt and said, I was just following orders. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that right there, I believe, deserves. Go ahead, roll it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day goes to those officers who said, we're not going to do anything of the sort. That's what I'm talking about. And I have a feeling you're going to see more and more of that. All it takes is a few good men to stand up. Now, I've got a little bit more I've got to get to tonight here. There's a report out now that said, that shows what Joe Biden's final order was in his botched pullout of Afghanistan, and you're not going to even believe what it was. After losing 13 service members, after innocent uh, bystanders being killed in Kabul, Biden's final orders focused on picking up human feces, not recovering the $80 billion plus in military equipment that was left behind. Can you imagine the disrespect? More than 120,000 Afghans had camped there for a week, defecating and leaving trash bags, clothes, and other unspeakable things. Marines at every level were infuriated at being forced to scoop up human poop. The order to clean came with a threat that would not leave at all if it was not completed, one junior Marine told authors. It was degrading. It was ridiculous. We took a lot of casualties and put up with a lot of and put a lot of effort into that mission. And to close it out that way was absolutely wrong. Morale was already upside down at that point, And this was extremely pointless at this point to make us clean up human feces. As we know that people died, people that we know died, people that we served with died. Other people died that were innocent. Countless other people died. And you've got us leaving back $80 billion of equipment, and we're cleaning up human crap. That's Joe Biden, folks. That's what that illegitimate resident that's in the White House that you might believe, you Democrats out there, you clueless normie morons out there, you might believe that Joe Biden won that election, but 81 million votes, my you-know-what. How about $80, million, $80 billion, 80 billion reasons to not leave everything behind? 
How about the fact that he disrespected our Marines by not only getting them killed, but having the ones that stayed alive clean up human feces of the Afghan people that were there camped for weeks? You sick, disgusting individual. And while Donald Trump has been fighting for this country, you are clearly and literally defecating on this country. Shame on you. And may God have mercy on each and every one of your souls for what you've done to our people and military, you sick, disgusting individuals. And on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, you've got people like Joy Reid, Joyless Reid on MSNBC, absolutely defecating on Christianity. And she gets away with it. Where's all the hashtags? Where's all the Christians trying to get her canceled? Well, I should say that this is something actually fairly new to me, right? So I have a PhD in religion, I studied a lot of uh, PhD American in religion, history, and this idea of the Doctrine of Discovery was fairly new. So what it is, is it's a set of 15th century Christian doctrines that were designed to answer the problem of what do we do with all these people we've just encountered in these lands that we didn't know about, right, in the 1400s? And so who do, they, who do the uh, Christian princes uh, and queens and kings appeal to but the head of the Christian church. And this is, I should say, um, it is a Catholic doctrine, but this is before the Catholic Protestant split. So it is a Christian doctrine of right. all of Western Europe uh, uh, here. And so they appeal to uh, the religious authority, the Pope, and um, they get a decision of, about what their responsibilities are. And it basically runs like this. It says, uh, the defining uh, characteristic is whether or not these people are Christian or not. Uh, if they are not Christian and if they are not already subjugated by a Christian uh, power, then they essentially have no human rights. And that it goes on to explicitly spell out that they have the right to occupy, conquer, kill, steal their goods. And then this phrase like, uh, is like literally in the document, you know, something is still ringing in my head, and to reduce their persons to perpetual slavery. Right. This is in the document from the highest power of the Christian church uh, in, in the Ugh, late uh, 1400s. And so this is what gives license in their minds to European colonizers to try to enslave indigenous people, to wipe them out if they resist in any way. Look at the bottom of the disgusting ideology of hate. Little does Joyless Reed know that Christianity was in Africa before Europeans were. We already, we already showed that on Rise Up. Christianity was in Africa before Europeans were. Goes to show you what that man-boy thing looks like. I'll pray for her. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I show you the last thing of the night, you know it, I know it, you love them, I love them. It's OFP Farms time, baby! It is that pumpkin spice latte. It's that seasonal goat soap, goat milk soap. That will go on your skin and you'll never, ever, ever want to touch any other bar of soap to your skin as long as you live. Even the sign says, get me some. You got to get your candy apple bourbon today. You got to get your pumpkin spice latte today. It's seasonal soap. OFP Farms, ladies and gentlemen, they are absolutely wonderful. Denise and Corey are Americans who took the plunge and said, you know what? We're going to create our own business. They did so. They created their own business. They love their animals. They don't beat their animals. They don't torture their animals. Their babies get to stay with their mamas as long as they want to wean. This is called love. This is called putting love into your product. You should see the packaging. They sent me a beautiful gift. Thank you for the box. Thank you for the gift. My wife and I love you so very much. And if you guys want this product, go to OFPFarms.com. Use promo code LFA15 and get 15% off today. And now I got to say this to close out. Earmuffs. Earmuffs, viewer discretion and advised. Ladies and gentlemen, your America first, maybe a little bit of rough around the edges, but speaks the truth, maybe just needs a publicist on how to say it. I don't know. But your new UFC America first middleweight champion dropping bombs, viewer discretion is advised. Americans, we need to go back to like taking women out of the workforce. And, and maybe that's and, and maybe that is where we maybe that's where we fucked up, you guys. We let women vote. No offense. But, it would, but let me tell you, no, no, I want to tell you guys something. Think about America prior to women voting. They try to ban alcohol. I don't even drink, but I'm not trying to ban alcohol. So what you did, man, you let these women come in the workforce. Now, we make less money. You got kids raising themselves on fucking TikTok. We need to go back to like 1942, you know, especially after, you know, maybe 1958 after we fucked up the Germans. We need to put women back oh in the kitchen. God. We need to take fucking only one man needs to be working. 
So I think as a collective man group, we need to elect somebody that's going to put women back in the kitchen, put one man working, raise the wages, and build a fucking wall. <laughs> now, I agree with him on everything except for not letting women vote. Women got to have a say-so and who run this country too. But I agree with him on everything else. He's just a little bit rough around the edges. Sean Strickland, your new UFC middleweight champion. <sighs> God help Dana White. Anyway, Culture Wars with Will Johnson has already started, so you know that's my cue to go. But I do appreciate you guys joining in tonight. I love you. You know us. We're going to do whatever we can to push the agenda forward, to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, and to make sure that we rid this evil out of our Washington, D.C. swamp. Ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Help us out, folks. If you want to become a one-time or a monthly donor, we really appreciate you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. Rumble, rumble, rumble on your way out. We need all the rumbles we can get, baby.